Hello and welcome to Balls Out No Flops. Uh, this week we're going to talk about the Players' Revolt. Origin has been picked. Dally M has gone behind closed doors. And we got an extract from Jared Haynes' Prison Diary. Welcome. Um, we're flying duo again. Yep. We had a uh, yeah. Hey, Morton. Hey. We did have Ray Carney penciled in for a big comeback, huge comeback. Huge but, comeback. Um, unfortunately, he's been taken away from us at the last moment. Mm-hmm. Stymied comeback. Stymied. Yeah. Stymied. Have you ever had your ejaculate stymied? Um, not that I can recall. Yeah. It's not a good experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just on that. <clears throat> So we want to thank Jimmy the Hand for last week. He was Jimmy. superb. With Jimmy. Yeah. Wasn't he good? He was great. What a football mind. Oh, un- unbelievably laser. Laser. Laser focused. Focused. Had me listening to the doors for a week. Yep. Which is a good thing. And a rapist wit. I don't think that's... I don't think you got that one right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I know Footy. Let's yeah. talk footy. So... The round that was. The round that was. Next week, four games. Yeah. Dog shit round. The round that will be. Dog shit round one. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? I mean. Looking forward, I think the masochist in me will have to watch the Tigers Penrith next Friday night mm. with Penrith playing their flag team. Yeah, basically, they have five players out in Origin. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, there's five. Uh, Isaiah Yo, Cleary... Luai, Liam Martin's in the squad. Toto. Toto. Yeah. That's five. That's five. Yeah. Good and math. Then South's are uh, second. We've got... Campbell Graham's in there. Yeah, he's in the 19. I think it's a good it's, call. Yeah, it's a great call. Mm. He's rewarded for his good play. So I'm, I'm very happy with that. They didn't pick my bolter, Matt Burton. Oh, they didn't? No. Are you sure? I thought they'd pick him. Yeah. He's great. I mean, he could play anywhere, really, He's couldn't insane. he? Insane. He'd be fucking prop if you wanted him. <sighs> what did we like or not like this week, good sir? Oh uh, well, there hmm. were many things. I'll tell you what. Um, Souths answered the call. Did they, they? I gave him a fucking bollocking. Well, to to a certain extent. I mean, I think they just worked out that same thing. Manly worked out the week before. Attack that side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right side true. of Parramatta right. is disgraceful. Yeah, it was fucked, wasn't it? Oh, Man. But um, I'm given. Well, let's let's do the uh, let's give it the appropriate um, respect that it needs. Oh, look at this! Now you listen, and you listen good, because this is how it's going to be. You made a balls out or a flop. Those, those are your choices. You don't like it? Well, that's too bad. You'll get a football in the back of your head. Ball's out of luck. What's it gonna be? All right, 
bowls out a flop, what's it going to be, Morton? You got either or or, or both? Um, One, two, three. Flop. Flop. Para. Para, they flopped. Para, and in particular, Fergo. Mm. It's just no. Like, they cannot continue. No. They, they are a, an absolute dog's breakfast down the right side. Manly killed them for every try Manly scored last week is out in that side. Yeah. Gagai and uh, Johnson. three each or three something. Three apiece, yeah. All down the same side. I mean, you can't continue with this. Yeah. Arthur's going to have to do something. What's Arthur going to do, though? How many sons has he got? He'll need at least one more. He can play wing. Yeah. He'll need three more, it's I reckon. It's shambolic, To man. plug that hole. Holy shit. I don't think Sivo's a very good defender either, but nah. he's the he's the uh, pick of the bunch at the moment. He's the artillery, man. So I've liked Parra this year, and I like their pack, but there's a fragility, isn't there? Yeah, a little bit soft. So they lost to Saints a few weeks ago on a Sunday night. I thought, yeah. all right, that's an aberration. Then they lost to Manly at home last week. Mm. But this one, South blitzed them. We trounced them. And I get it, bounce back game for South and yada yada. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll get to the game, but my flop was power. I thought that was dismal. Absolutely yeah. dismal, man. Well, along the same lines, my flop is Silverwater Road. Silverwater Prison? <laughs> well, no, not the prison. Not Silverwater Prison, but mm. we were heading to the game, me and uh, Mrs. Floyd, and we went a bit later. Usually I get there about an hour early and just, you know, chill and talk to mm. all the people around me, and, you know, we left a bit late this time. And we turned off Kissing Point Road onto Silverwater Road and just stopped dead. And for like about four kilometres, all you could see is fucking traffic. So we turned off there, got on the... Well, she did. She does all the driving. I do all the yelling. Good. Um, That's good demarcation of jobs there. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Um, M4, tried to get another way back on, fucking blocked. And then ended up coming back around, but it was almost 5.30 by the time we got there. And we just couldn't get in. So I fucking head home and watched it at home. And ironically, I was there. Yeah, and ironically, you were there. <laughs> With no vested interest. But get your shit together, Silverwater Road, because that was fucked. Poor. What about a balls out, Larry? I think I know where you're going with this one. No, uh, go on. No, you, <laughs> I don't want to steal your shit. <laughs> steal it, because I have no idea what you're going to say. The revolt. Oh, the players' revolt. What do you think? Yeah. I think if it's true, it's a great thing. We love a revolt. We're fucking comrades, you and I. Mm. We're forward-thinking communists. <laughs> Mate, there hasn't been a communist as forward-thinking as us since Trotsky. Well, since Costanza. <laughs> well, Costanza. Looks, <laughs> looks not important, remember? <laughs> He's looks. reading that communist paper, looks not important. Yes, well, both of them, really. Yeah. I mean, so today's news was that the much-mooted, that's right. I love a moot. Mooted. Origin Doco. Tell all, origin, doco, oh, yeah, access yeah, yeah. all areas, doco, yeah. um, last dance style doco. Yep. The players have just gone, nah. Really? Not doing it. Pulled a pin. Really? Which is actually going to cost the players money. There was money in it for him, And they've still pulled a pin apparently because they're so pissed off with um, the rule, Landy's ball. The rule changes. Mm. Now, this is interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Who would think? I mean... If rugby league starts a revolution, rugby. it's going to be quick. Mm. It's going to be violent, and there's going to be a lot of head highs. Very, I just shudder to think he's going to end up in charge of society at the end of this revolution. <laughs> Dylan Napa, oh Jesus, Corey no. Horsbrow, no, these Dukes, guys. <coughs> maybe Dukes, you maybe Dukes. 
Um, it's interesting, isn't it? So what they're saying, they're saying thanks to, to Vlandis for keeping the game going. Mm-hmm. But they're saying no thanks to the change in the game. Like, Vlandis has changed the very fabric of rugby league and it doesn't resemble the game it was um, before he came in. Okay, yes. he did get rid of the wrestle, which many of us complained about, but he's gone too far over the ledge and made it too quick. And now these um, these high shots are creeping into the game. I mean, are there any more high shots than there usually are? No, I don't think so. Statistically, we could go back to our stats, man. Well, here's a bit from uh, Danny Widler in the Herald the other day. Future of Peter Vlandis as the game's leader could be under threat as he faces a revolt from a group of high-profile players for his handling of the high-tackle crackdown. Some leading players are so angry they want him out of the game now and they are privately working on ways to remove him. Wouldn't you love to see that? Yeah. How do you think they're working? You mean I mean? Huh. You think they got like a, a, you know, one of those big fucking war room maps with the fucking hills and shit on it and tanks and stuff and moving them around? And, and that stick yeah. that you push? Oh, the stick, you yeah. Know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's got a little... Um, horizontal bit so yeah. you can push your forces across yeah. so when you, you're invading Crimea that's the stick you need yeah you can't yeah I think we answered our question I don't think they know where Crimea is ARL Commission Chairman Volandis has lost support of influential players and will use state of origin camps to formulate the best course of action and they will sorry use state of origin that'd be great yeah hey, just tossing it around Tommy Turbo what do you think about Volandis yeah I can't yeah Bit of that going on. He fucked us. Yeah. So Daniel Saifidi, what do you think? Huh? <laughs> Actually, he surprised me yesterday. He's mm. quite eloquent. Discussions about potentially challenging and even trying to remove Volandis moved into full swing on May 28, a year to the day after he rescued rugby league. Now, doesn't he like bringing that up? Doesn't yeah. he like reminding you of COVID? Yeah. This little backhander. He says, this is a bigger, bigger challenge than COVID. Uh, brackets, I saved you with COVID. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I think the scope of change is just so fast. And you've got guys, experienced players, origin players, who've been playing this game essentially their whole lives, and I don't think they know what they're doing anymore. Yeah. And... That's true. Did we start to see a wind back this week because we're leading into origin now? Um, Like in the Dogs game, Jack Heverington... Did two high tackles in the first two minutes. Yeah. But stayed on the field. Mm, yeah, he clubbed a couple of guys, didn't he? Now, two weeks ago, he would have got bin for both of those. Yeah. Is that because they're winding back before Origin? I'd say so. I think they're overcorrecting now because they know that Origin as a product for yep. TV, yep. it has to have a certain amount of fucking violence in it. Interestingly, like a lot of people saw the uh, Channel 9 Origin promo, the ad, mm. and online the reaction was, you know, the first tackle on the promo, you're like, yeah, you get three weeks for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fucking exactly. <laughs> Not No way you're staying on the field. They use the violence to promote the game, but mm. then they um, vanquish it. But do you think it's a violent game now in this generation? Violent? Um, it's tough. I wouldn't say violent. I'd say it's physical. It's very physical. It's very tough. It's not as violent as when we were growing up. Hell no. No. When people just elbow each other in the head and poke each other in the eye as, hmm. a, as a form of greeting. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit it's violent. It's aggressive. It's a body contact sport. Mm. But, um, yeah, it will flare incredibly if Philandy's rule changes mess up origin. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it will flare up mm. on multiple levels. Players, coaches... 
TV. Broadcasters, yeah. And that's the big one. Yeah. It's always about money. Broadcasters will lose their shit yeah, if this product say, gets diluted. Yep. Yeah. Um, if they stick with the current rules from the last few weeks, it is very unlikely that there wouldn't be a minimum of one game decided by referees' interpretations of high tackles. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't see how they can do it. Mm. They can't do it. It's a showpiece of the fucking game, yep. right? And it's the most watched game in all of rugby league. Yep. So how can they dilute it and make it soccer mum friendly? Yep. Um, I was channel surfing a bit yesterday, Arvo, and um, Swans were playing, and a guy in the AFL just clipped a bloke across mm. the ear, and it was just free kick, you know, and I was like, That'd be two weeks in the NRL. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's <laughs> Easy ridiculous. two weeks. Like, you know, he just got uh, misfooted, mm. stuck the arm out, bang yeah. right across the chops. Nothing hard. Nothing hard. Just a, like a open hand slap almost, but you would get a couple of weeks in the NRL. Yeah. Look, I think um, hopefully they origin corrects the ship. Mm. So the refereeing in origin, they usually, you know, as they say, the old saying goes, they put the whistle away. Yep. Origin, hopefully that happens and hopefully they, they bring it out fully um, in the coming rounds after that. If you get rid of Volandis, what do you do? Do you just revert back? Do you get rid of everything he did? <laughs> do you pretend he never happened? Mm, do you yeah. do a Stalinist sort of purge of him from the record? Do you I make re- last year's competition null and void? You know what? I was reading a bit about Stalin today. You should read about Stalin every day. He was uh, sending assassins to kill Tito. Do you know this story? Continue. He sent five assassins at different periods to kill Tito. Tito was hard to kill. Yeah, and Tito said to him, listen, he sent him a letter. He said, listen, stop sending cunts to try and kill me or I'm sending... He said, everyone you've sent so far has failed. I'm sending one guy. Uh-huh. So you do it again, I'm sending one guy and he's not going to fail. And Stalin stopped sending guys. He actually, Tito, fucking scared Stalin off. And, and Stalin kept that letter. He framed it and kept it in his office. <laughs> he respected him, yeah, right? Exactly. He respected him. It's like you. You don't respect anyone that's nice to you. You only nah. respect people that are rude to you. Yes. And that's why we get on. I would say so. <laughs> I got a quick balls out. Yep. Larry, I was wrong. Really, Morton? I was wrong. Adam Dewey is good. Yeah. He may be very good. And when you said before he got moved from 5'8", ironically, mm. that he was the top six five eight, one of the top six yeah. five eights in the comp, and I laughed. Mm. Ha! You said, I remember. I guffawed. I smirked ha! even. It's like a ha! <laughs> it's kind but of like whatever position he's playing, mm. he's really good. Yeah, he's very good. Fucking. And he must have been an outside chance at origin because he can also play multiple positions. Yeah. 5'8", centre, yep. fullback. He must have been a smoky for Origin. Yeah, you'd think so. Over Burton, I would say. Yeah, I mean, he's... I would say if he wasn't playing for the Tigers this year, they would be lucky to have any wins. Mm. That's yeah, where yeah. they're at. Yeah, I agree. He has been the standout performer. Mm. And I've got to say Alex Safar too. He was good this week. Yeah. The last couple of weeks have been good. Um, Dewey is an excellent 5'8". He's just an excellent back. and He's tall, he's rangy, he's tough, he can kick, he's got a good football brain. There was a, a, a patch in the game on Friday where Saints had the Tigers pinned. Mm. And it's one of my favourite things in footy when you tackle someone a metre out and then you get that three or four and you're like, let's just smash. Mm. Let's just kill them. Yeah. And, and keep them down here. And you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. the defenders. I love that. I mean, yeah. 
when my team could actually grind. when my team could actually play football, the dogs that that was their specialty. Mm. If they got you down on any of that goal line, oh mate, they'd grind you to a fucking hole. You didn't get out; mm. they'd kill you. Um, and it was about fourth tackle, and the Tigers hadn't even broke the ten meter mark, and Dewey literally at Bankwest back fenced it. Yeah, he stood on the dead ball line and yeah. just ran. Yep. First receiver and just carved out 10 metres. Yep. Not a big thing in the scheme. It was like, wow. But it's courageous. This guy gives a shit. Yeah, it's courageous and it shows your, uh, shows your own team, yep. that, you know, what he's willing to do. He's a leader. Yeah. He's a leader. He's got to be the next captain of that club. But I don't think he's he's not going to stay as five uh, if he's not five eight. Yeah, it's he, interesting. He wants to isn't play five eight. Madge said it's solidified. He's staying there. Yeah, yeah, it might be for the year, mm. but um, I reckon... He'll get another offer somewhere else. You'd think so, wouldn't you? To play 5-8. So he's balls out, man. Yeah. And probably, well, I go. would say, um, most improved. Yeah. Absolutely. I think he's probably most improved playing the NRL. Man, I had big raps on him. Mm. I saw him in the 20s. I saw him come through. and I, I Bit of really injury along him. the way. Yeah. And he rode that. Yeah, he did a knee. Yep. Souths are playing him all over the place too, weren't they? They're playing we a lot had, of spots. We had him on wing. He wasn't really great mm. at wing. Just in defense, he yep. wasn't, Yeah. Didn't know to stay out on his man. Yep. But, um, you know, I think, like you say, most improved. Kudos. Kudos. Do we? You're listening to Balls Out No Flops, the rugby league rock and roll podcast. Thursday night football. The Broncos were bowls again. Mm, yeah, they reverted to form. Storm 40, Broncos 12, Storm 7 tries to 2. They didn't have Pappenhausen, they didn't have Munster, they didn't have Welch, they didn't have Grant, they didn't give a shit, and it was their ninth <laughs> straight win. Yeah. And they made the Broncos look pedestrian. Yeah. It was fucking crazy, wasn't it? Mate, two E's in pedestrian. Nico Hines... How good is he? I told the Bulldogs last year to sign this kid. Mm, you did. It was a notar- notarised letter. I saw it. Uh, you know, I like to send a letter. I know. It's hanging up in Stalin's office. Yeah. <laughs> you don't <laughs> sign this fucker. Yeah. And they could have signed him for fucking jack shit, mm. actually. They could have signed him for nothing. And now, the Broncos are hot on Nico Hines now. Oh, uh, yeah. He's, he'll he be, looks he'll be like he should play for the Broncos. Yeah, he'll be a Broncos colours next he year. He looks like he should. And so will Hodson, Josh Hodson. And they're going to have a fucking... Pretty good spine there. Mm. Um, Anthony Milford, on the other hand. Ah, oh, Milf. Possibly, no, okay. Definitely the worst game I've ever seen him play. And possibly worst individual game of football by anyone this year. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> yeah. dog shit. Yeah. And consistent dog shit. Mm. And it's hard when you think about it to be... Right through the game in a key position, mm. that shit. I saw someone say MILF, and yeah, we know what MILF stands for. Mum, I'd like to fuck. Someone, a Broncos fan, uh, wrote, Moron, I'd like to fuck up. <laughs> so, you know, that's where they are with him. <laughs> Do you remember when he left Canberra, the raps on this He guy? was good. At, the Raiders was the last time he was fucking any good, and he was red hot then. But he was a lot trimmer back then, wasn't yeah. he? He's yeah. He's yeah, fat yeah. and lazy now. Yeah, he's eating like a prop. Yeah. I mean, 
the Broncos had that patch again where they just like after half time, it's like, ah, oh, fuck this, three tries in six minutes. Mm. Eh, what do you do? Yeah, that's right. And they, they, this yeah, is a they week did. after they grew some stones for half of a game against the Roosters. They actually yeah. like manned up. Well, if you but you got to keep in mind yeah. that twenty yeah. Radley was off for twenty yeah. minutes of the <laughs> game. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Storm are just a fucking juggernaut, man. The thing that fucking gets me about them is, um, you can just replace anyone. Yep. They're, They're Lego. Just, yeah. They're fucking Lego. They are Lego. And you can't tread on them because you're fucking screen. Nah. They're Toyotas. Yeah. Just, just pull something out, put another piece in. Yeah. It's just... It's like bush mechanics. They are. It just... The system kills it. Yeah. I don't know. It's fucking insane, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, they played well, obviously, but Brisbane, fucking abysmal. Yeah. Like, just... Look, Brisbane aren't going to. They'll they'll have a couple of more wins in the yeah. year, and then they'll they'll have a lot more losses and wins. But this is what's frustrating, right? Because yeah. you can see glimpses, and they have got some at least talented players. Mm. So it's just desire and willpower and concentration. Yeah, and they don't have any of those they fucking don't. things. I feel like we've shat on them for all these things yeah. often, and it just happens every week. I just hate the way you see these glimpses for five or ten minutes where you think, yeah. okay, Pangai is really good and Haas is really good and Lodge can play a bit and shit. These forwards could- You put Pangai and Haas into fucking Souths, man. Would they play a whole game? Like, you wouldn't know. You, you fade wouldn't in them. and out. And you wouldn't do that to them. That's the thing. You know what's interesting? As good as he is, Fafita does the same thing. Yeah, that's And he's true. a Broncos player, like yeah. ex-Broncos. He's come through the same system. Fafita, mm. we've seen games this year where he scores three tries in a half and he's on the field for the whole second half and doesn't touch the yeah. freaking ball. Yeah. This is a Broncos They play team. these guys too long, I reckon. Their, their rotation isn't good. Probably not. Yeah. But also, their desire to get involved in the game just sort of ebbs and flows all over the yeah. fucking place. What are they? Yeah. They got ADD? They got AD, They got all the Ds. They got high-definition ADD. <laughs> ultra, <laughs> ultra HD. D, fucking D. useless. And the Storm, on the other hand, they're just a fucking... Exact Terminator opposite. Terminator 200. Which one? 2000? The it, one that just the fucking guy made out of Quicksilver? This is like the third Terminator conversation I've had today. Oh, really? Yes. Which would Then tell me which one are they? T3000 or T2000? The one that just keeps coming back. What's my options? 2000, 3000. I don't know. It's the one the guy made out of silver. He just, yeah, yeah. It just reforms. It's got to be 3000. Yeah. The one where he liquefies. Yeah. Yeah, T3. He's a T3. That'd be great. I could get in a dressing room so I could liquefy. <laughs> yeah, you, I've seen you liquefy in a few dressing rooms. <laughs> and so, nasty. fuck that game. Yeah, all right. M- made me not like football. Yeah. Friday was a bit better. Tractors 29, Warriors 28. Have you seen a sweeter field goal in that yeah. pitch at the end? Val Holmes, he... 40 metres. I was still going up when it went through the post. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was, that was for me, the match of the round. Have you? Well, you know what I said last week, the Warriors are my second team? Yeah. Because every game's kind of fun and exciting. Their yeah. games are good to watch. Yeah, And absolutely. they all go down to the wire. Yeah. One week they'll fuck it up. Yeah. Next week they'll stumble over the victory line. Reese Walsh again. <sighs> Fantastic. He's got a kid. What? How can he have a kid? He has a kid. How? Adopted? He, he's Bateman. Are they letting 18-year-olds he adopt now? He has a 10-week-old child. You're kidding. No. Oh, he fits right into the Warriors' culture then, doesn't he? Yes. Fuck me dead. He has a kid. <clears throat> At 18, he has a kid. He could. His kid could be playing NRL in 2039. Mm. With him. 
Well, he's he, consider he's he, got a good looking rooster, isn't he? Yeah. So he's thirty six in eighteen years, right? Yeah. He'd be on the back end of his career, yeah. and his kid could debut. He, he's Benji. The, yeah, but his kid could debut in the same team as he had played with him for a year. Mm. That's what Peachy did. And if you want evidence of that, Benji debuted for the Tigers, who's still playing. Yeah. Three or four weeks before Reese Walsh was born. Fuck me, dead. That's crazy. Eh? That is crazy. So that's the comp too, isn't it? Reese Walsh and Benji Marshall. Yeah, that's the comp because it's a metaphor. great athlete, great metaphor, but also the ball playing. Mm. A lot of those um, fast halves, and they don't have that ball playing. I know yeah. he's playing fullback at the moment, but both of them have great passing games. Oh, he plays like a half in the line. He's just up there. This kid's passing game is better than Benji's was back then. Mm. Benji had the flash, you know, to flick passes and all that. But yeah. this kid had the monumental step. Yeah, but this kid, yeah, his vision is crazy. It could be anything. Roger Tuivasa Sheck is fucking balls to the wall. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I like watching the Warriors. Highly respectable player. He's the Clark Kent of the NRL. <laughs> yeah, I like that too. You seen him when he's in his civvies with his glasses yeah. on? He's fucking Clark yeah. Kent. Yeah. He looks like he's got a PhD in some shit. Mm. Um, this is one of those fucking tractors are up 22-6, then they'll down 28-22. Yeah. Um, then that Tobai Fado, the hammer, yeah. scored a killer try to Put level it up. Down. Yeah, tractors won six out of eight. Yeah. Is Todd Payton the greatest leader in this country since Bob Hawke? I'm going to say no. Okay. He's a pirate of men's pants, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> He's up there. Um, uh, but look, I think that was probably the match of the round yeah. for mine. But we're still seeing these leads blow out. And then, you know, the Warriors were good enough to sort of rake it back in and, mm. and make it exciting. Yeah. So, but, you know. Cowboys got there. Well, tractors, tractors got there at the end. Up to seven for the tractors. Yeah, well, they're making they're climbing slowly, but you know the gap between the top two and everyone else is widening even more. I think he's good at polishing turds. Todd mm. Payton, he can take a shit team. He had the Warriors last year. Yeah, now he's got the tractors. He can take a mediocre team and make them at least pedestrian. Yeah, and this is what the Warriors. Brian Smith used to do that yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's true. Mm. He couldn't get him across the line. No chance. But this is what the Warriors were um, had to play for, was mm. against their old coach. Yes. They had something to win, but in the end, the Cowboys got it. Um, well played. That was fun, at least. That was something. Next game, we're whipping through this shit. Good. Tigers 34, Dragons 18. Um, Dragons were... Abysmal in the first half. Mm. 18 nil at half time. It ended up six tries to three. You know what the Tigers did right in this game? Tell me. They played James Roberts in his actual position. Yeah, played him on the wing. He should never, he should be stamped. <laughs> never to play any. You cannot have James Roberts making decisions. Yeah. Now, you remember that time we were behind James Roberts at McDonald's? Yes. And the lovely young girl at McDonald's just looked at him and said, what would you like today, sir? Mm. Two fucking hours later, what were we doing? We're still waiting. Standing there watching James yeah. Roberts scratch his bunghole through his tracksuit pants, wondering if he should have a cheeseburger or a chicken wrap. Mm. He's a fucking idiot. And he knew which one he should have. That's a thing. Now, should we break down his fetish as a young man for our listeners, Larry? <laughs> 
I don't know where we are legally on that yet. Alleged. This is all alleged. Yes. By the way. Why don't we just give them a taste? Just okay. a taste for the people. The people. Do you mind doing do this? <laughs> you t- well. I'll, I'll, I'll start. You intro. And-, and you fill in the blanks. Okay. As a young man. James Roberts had a bit of a thing. Alleged penchant. Penchant for mugging's a harsh word, accosting postmen and stealing their little red bike. Reappropriating. Reappropriating. Reappropriating government property. And possibly even to the point where he may have, during his school years, ridden it around a playground a couple of times at lunch Mm. on the red bike. Yep. My mail was when he started his career at Penrith as a young man, he may have still had this fetish. Yeah, and I heard it in the Titans. He did it in the Titans too. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just, you know, all about getting the mail home. But have you seen the posty bikes now? They're different. Yeah. They've got this roof and they look... In the shade and they're electric. I don't think he liked that bike, James Roberts. That doesn't look like his style. He likes the little zippy... He liked putting around Mm. around the quadrangle. Now, to our knowledge, during this alleged... Alleged. um, ...period of James Roberts' life, which may or may not still be happening... Yeah. I don't think he ever interfered with the mail. No. So it's not really a crime, is it? He didn't open the mail. No. He didn't go through there looking for stuff. No. He just liked the bike. He just liked the bike. And he allegedly offered to sell it to one of the teachers. And the teacher allegedly said, I don't have any money. And he allegedly said, hop on the back and I'll take you to the ATM. (laughs) Even if this isn't 100% true, it's a curiosity, isn't it? Absolutely. Mm. I mean, you know, it's a good start to a sitcom. If you were looking to buy James Roberts a present, I would imagine if you bought him an old red posty bike, he would be... yeah. And they'd be selling them off too, wouldn't they? Because they've all got new Absolutely. vehicles. They're fucking he could have a fleet. Yeah. He could have a fleet. Put that down. Hey? All right. I mean, this is some weird shit. Mm. Um, the Tigers have had four wins this year. Yep. In 12 games. Four wins, 12 games. You with me so far? But they've only beat two teams. <laughs> yeah, this is bizarre. They've only beat the Knights twice. And Saints twice. Mm. So, our good and esteemed colleague, Biff. Yeah. Tigers fan. Tigers fan. Tigers diehard. Tigers More diehard. a West fan. Yeah. More West's capital, Caps, Tigers. Right. He had some questions about this. Let's see if we can answer them. What the fuck is with the draw, was question one. Mm. With Uh-oh. 12 weeks in, and four of their games have been against two teams. Have you, have you seen the next five, though? Are we in the conferences already? It feels like it. Is that where we are? Their next five are like Storm, Panthers, <laughs> Para, Souths. Fucking great. And then Titans. I mean, it's just fucking obliteration. Murderers row for Tigers. Yeah. Yeah, they have had some shit teams lately. Yeah. Yeah. Let's have a look. Yeah. Pen- well, they got Penrith this week. That They could win that. Yeah, they could win that. that so that might be... I mean, how? this is why you hate Origin, right? Mm. Because it bastardised the whole comp. Yeah, it does. Why and don't we have so Perth? You're saying they got a tough run, right? But it's during Origin time. Mm. Then they got Melbourne, as you said. But Melbourne, we know they're T3, right? They can just slot. They can do it. They'll be slotting, slipping, slapping, and slotting. Rabbits at Leichhardt. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, that could be something in the Latch and Robinson stand. 
Morton doesn't go pleb anymore. Um, yeah, they got a fucking hard draw. Yeah. Oh, they got the Broncos in there. Yeah. Oh, I just saw Souths and Dogs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whose home game is it? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It's all the same joint. So, um, Dragons, DeBellin. This could be something. He played on the weekend. Not yeah. For, you know. He played reserves. Do, mm. do we know how he went? He was knackered after three minutes. Really? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played for a thousand days. And the game has changed mm. so fucking radically. Yeah. He also tried to stick his dick in multiple people's mouths during the game. That was frowned upon. Yeah. With the new high tackle rules. Apparently, uh... That's the definition of high tackle. Jizzing and slapping 50s on the foreheads of the opposition players. Calling his mates out of the crowd to help him. Allegedly. Allegedly. So... <laughs> Thank God for that fucking word. <laughs> God. Alleged. Yeah, alleged God. Thank alleged God for that. That's thought. three games. I'm tired. Okay. Panthers 30, Dogs 4. I watched this game in the pub. Imagine that. Um, what was interesting near the end of this game is on most betting agencies, um, the Panthers are paying $1 and the Dogs are paying about $21. Mm. But then if you're going to point spread, it was around 33 to 35, depending on which betting agency you prefer. What's a point spread? So, like, as in, like, you know... They have to win by 35 or more. Okay, right. You have to say 34 and a half. Right. You with me? Um, And when it got to 30 nil-ish or whatever it was, because it was only 10 nil at half time, and it should have been 4 nil, except for Dallin. Yeah. What the fuck, Zelezniak? I mean, I'm not pretending we would have won that game for one second, Mm. but what the fuck is he meant to be? He is the stupidest Mm. of stupid fucks in the history of fuckery. Are you? Is this alleged or just no. straight out, flat out? Okay. And there's an article of some club wants him. Take him. Some fucking put what? him on a posty bike. Croquet club. There's one minute Warm left. Balls. You're playing a team that hasn't lost in a year except mm. for one game. It's four nil. Yep. You field a kick. There's fifty seconds left. Take the fucking tackle. Yeah. What was going to happen from that pass anyway? Even yeah. if the pass worked. Fucking ridiculous. You have a front rower just. Running away with the ball. Yeah. It was under six-ish shit. Yeah, look, the dogs were very good for that first half. They were very good. They were. They just, they fucking harried them. Penrith had half a team who were thinking about origin. Doesn't matter. They were cotton wooling. They were still out there. They were cotton wooling. They didn't want to get injured. Fair enough. I got no problem with that at all. Mm. Um, so anyway, we're in the pub, and it gets to about that 30 point. Nice day to go to the pub. Lovely. And on, on the way to the game. Mm. On the way to South game. And we're looking around and there's young... Most people are just talking shit and having a bit of a laugh while they're watching the game. Yeah. But there's pockets of young guys on their phones who've taken Penrith in every multi for the weekend, obviously. Uh-huh, right, just yeah. And then Cleary gets benched by his dad. Yeah. Not yeah. benched in a bad way, just rested. Rested. Which means suddenly not every try is six points as well. And it mm. was great just watching the meltdown and they didn't cover the spread. Yeah. <laughs> And that fucked a lot of people's bets. Oh, well, that's how it goes. Um, you would assume they would have won this by 50. Mm. Um, Jack Everington, how do you rate his mental stability? Oh, he's somewhere between fucking um, 
Ted Bundy and Hannibal Lecter, I would say. Yeah, if you opened Jack Heverington's freezer, yeah, what are you seeing? Dead prostitutes. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Is that where you were going? Yeah. Um, what's the chances, double barrel question, okay. that he will not end up in incarceration at some point in his life? And what were the chances if NRL didn't exist? I'm going to have to say fucking 100% to both. <laughs> really? I mean, NRL has stymied yes. his jail... Criminal career. His criminal career. But all he said... Oh, he's fucking great to watch. I love him. So do I. I fucking love him. Jack We're not going to win anyway, right? I, I love you. If So don't come after me, please. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to be the reason you're in prison. I think the match report committee should have to come to his place. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. Because... Sometimes you need to see the criminal in their own environment mm. and then you understand the criminal. So you open up his freezer and you see yeah, well, some dead prostitutes. Yeah, and you think, up. you know what? Maybe those two high hits in the first three minutes weren't that bad. Because now we know where he's from. Yeah, exactly. What he's dealing with. That's very subjective, isn't it? Yeah. It's all subjective. You look mm. at his freezer, it's dead prostitute. Mm. You look, look at the head high and it's not so bad. Now on Facebook... Degrees. We're talking about degrees of violence. The local constabulary on Facebook, they put up these all these security cam photos of people doing stupid shit in my area, which is great because I put up these funny comments. And, yeah. You know, a lot of it's stealing alcohol. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the pictures you? Um, no, but I, I'm surprised I haven't seen Jack Everington yet. Surely, I mean, what do you think Jack Heverington's doing right now on a Monday night? Like right now, I'm like sure. most people would be chilling, bit of dinner, they're finished, they've got over Monday, they might be watching a bit of NRL three sixty, mm. bit of MasterChef, whatever. What's yeah. Jack doing? Well, I'd say he's probably reading Dante's Inferno, <laughs> probably studying the seventh level of hell. Has he got any pants on? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> There's probably a flashlight in the room and probably a lamp made out of human skin. <laughs> and a flashlight made out of human skin. <laughs> I feel I might be going a little hard on Jack Hedrington. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> this is all alleged, folks. All alleged. Um, but we love him. Yeah. All this is complimentary. It's great. Did you see his fucking arms? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Like a fucking 500-pound gorilla. You know what I'd like to see? Go I'd on. like to see him... And Luke Thompson have a fight. Wow. I'd fucking pay for that. It looked like a fucking white tornado. Now, when they have these fights at the end of the year where apparently concussion doesn't exist and they, they box. Yeah. We haven't done teammate on teammate yet. No. See what I'm saying? Yeah. But Heverington v. Thompson. Heverington representing the colonies. Mm. Thompson representing... Imperialist powers. No, I was thinking more coal mines. Oh, okay. But anyway, mm. we'll go with that. That would be with maybe Jeremy Marshall King refereeing. Oh, okay. You see? He'd be facing the wrong way, though, for <laughs> sure. Dallin with Tennis is Lesniak yeah. in one corner. Yeah. He could work the corner for Heverington. Yeah. What should I do, Dallin? What's your advice? I threw a fucking stupid pass a minute yeah. before half time. Wrong fucking sport, Dallin. Smack him out of there with a bucket. Who's Spit bucket. Dylan Napa could be in a corner. He'd have some advice to pass on. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm? Finger banging his uh, rectum. <laughs> have you seen a stupider looking fucking human being than Dylan Napa? 
look, unfortunately for Dylan Napa, <laughs> he has deferred to the fucking Lloyd Christmas style yeah. of hair. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just... But if he shaved his head. Yeah. But the Lloyd Christmas <laughs> hair. I mean, the movie was can't. called Dumb and Dumber, okay? <laughs> Did he just take that fucking, his, his DVD case in and say, give me that. That's what I want to look like. But he can't go a style. He won't remember well, it obvious. the next day. That's obvious. He won't remember what to do from no. day to day. <laughs> he'll, he'll wake up and I'm like, how was my hair yesterday? Yeah. He won't know. Mm. Um, he'll fuck it all up. Yeah. He's either got to be bald. Bald. Or Christmas. Mm. That's his only two choices. All right. How many games have we done here? This game's good. I'm enjoying this game. Keep going. Good. Charlie Staines. Who we said would be top try scorer at the start of the year, and everyone guffawed. <laughs> and they all talked about Brett Morris. Well, yeah, we know what happened there. Charlie Staines has scored 16 tries in the last 14 games. Um, they did a stat, 12 nice. of them this year. They did a stat for most of the tries he scored this year, he wasn't touched. Really? That's like, he's, they're working it so well mm. that he's just walking over, essentially, <laughs> for yeah. these tries. They're it's just a hell of a backline to be on the end teams. Of, yeah. yeah, and he's so quick. They were attacking on our 10-meter line the other day. Mm. It was a stop in play. And when they played the ball on the left side on the 10-meter line and they spun it all the way to the right, he started on about 45 meters from the try line. Right. That was the stagger of their attack for one play. That's insane, isn't it? So he's hitting it. He's a fast kid and yeah. he's hitting that ball at speed. And he's running off Burton? Mate. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Like, man, you go, you must be happy to get in Burton. I believe it when I see him in the jersey. I got a stat for you, man. I love stats. This fucking killed me. This is my stat. Oh, okay. Even better. Not the first bit, but the second bit. Panthers have scored this year 394 points, and right. they've conceded 88. Fuck. So when you average that out, mm. if you do a per game as an average... It's 35 to 7. Fuck. That's their average score. Yeah. So they're, they're winning by an average of nearly 30 points a game. South's helped them bolster that stat. They're basically <clears throat> letting in one converted try a game. Yeah. That's insane, eh? It's wild. That's fucking crazy. Their defense is pretty good, obviously, but I think it's just the onslaught of their attack is so mm. wild that when you get the ball, yeah, you kind of got nothing. You're spent. Yeah. They just hit you with beast after beast, and then when you're reeling backwards, they just start throwing it out wide. You've got yeah. guys everywhere. 35 to 7 average. Mm. I can believe that for and against when I saw That's it. That's fucking insane. I mean, 88 points conceded in 12 games. If they were an average team who'd won 9 out of 12, yeah. people would actually be focusing on that figure and going, is this the best defensive team we've ever seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no one can score on them. No. Nah. <laughs> It's just insane. Makes it interesting. So when they play Storm round 20, I think. It's a long way away, yeah. Yeah. But that's going to be something. This week might be the one of the few shots for them to have a loss with yeah. all these guys out. Tigers could. Will people even fucking um, take that, though, as a loss if it's not the full team? Well, it's uh, it's an asterisk. Yeah, that's asterisk what, lost. Yeah, like that's, all, that's all it is. Because, um, yeah, obviously all their guns are out. But... Um, can I just? I want to point something out, and it's about the for and against, and uh, it's just how funny South's for and against is. Okay, so where the Rabbitohs are in the top four, okay, they're coming fourth, and the for and against from one is Penrith, three hundred and six, mm. 
Storm coming second, 262. Mm-hmm. Parramatta coming third, mm-hmm. 112. Mm-hmm. South coming fourth, 45. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Roosters below us, 147. Those two 50-point losses. Yeah, got wiped yeah. off us. Yeah. Sorry, I flipped that. No, that but, that tells, thing, but that tells you something. Yeah. The betting for this week's game so far for these Tigers, it's interesting. Mm. Tigers are paying 275, Penrith are paying 145. That's a Friday night game at Leichhardt. Penrith wow. is still only paying a buck forty-five. Yeah, right. So the smart money suggests that Penrith will still win this thing. Well, let's see if they've got um, the T T two T three thing like Storm. Mm. Yeah, if they've got that system. Mm. Mm. All right, shall we bounce? Yeah. Souths, they're back. Oh yeah. You well, bad mouthed them last week. I did. I you besmirched them. I bollocked them, man. You, you weren't happy. Mate, I, it was good bollocking, but I pulled their pants down and spat on their balls, <laughs> and not in a good way. No, it wasn't. No. wasn't. There's was no love in it. There was no love in it. It was no. a hate spit. Yeah. It was fucking prison. You weren't trying to caress them with spittle? No. No. You were trying to <coughs> possibly pass on some kind of disease. I'm gagging now thinking about it. So, uh, yeah, look, they came to the party. They played really, really well. 38 uh, to 20. Well, we still fucking leak points, man. I don't like it. We leak mm. points. Um, we let in, we always, always have, always will let in a late try. Just switch yeah. off. Yeah. We switch off. Yeah. Everyone's high five and then yeah. they just fucking run in a try. That, that shits me, the fuckery. Um, Especially looking at that for and against. As I said, I was out there. They mm. were slick. Yeah. They were moving the ball well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then Latrell's back. Yeah. So, you know, he's pushing up into the line. Yeah. How's this so? Cody Walker's the incumbent 5'8", right, for mm. New South Wales. Didn't even rate a mention. Nope. Not even a mention that he'd nope. been dropped. Nothing said. Not not even talked about in being included. Just Luai. It's Luai. Yeah. Do you think that's a bit, a little bit rude? It's ill-mannered. Is it ruder than this? Oh, okay. Your esteemed coach, Wayne Bennett. Mm. We'll get back to that, Cody Walker. Okay. But this is sort of linked because this is an origin thing. Yeah. Cam Murray came back. That's a huge... You talk about Latrell. Yeah. Latrell and Murray are your team. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I love Murray. And got reported for a crusher. Yeah. And Bennett got asked about in the press conference. I quote, Obviously that was a crusher. And if he gets a week, he'll miss origin. But it won't affect South Sydney. <laughs> now, you'd like that quote. Yeah. You'd much rather see Cam Murray sit out origin. Fucking oath. Don't want to risk but if you're injured. a player and your coach is like, really, I don't give a shit. In yeah. fact, that's a win for us. Yeah, I don't I'm think sure. that's very motivating. Yeah, I know, but he's what a backhander. It is a backhander. But Cam Murray's the type of guy that is just going to try 100 percent, no matter what happens mm. or who says anything. He doesn't have any spite in him. He's just all fucking go. Okay, I love him. Getting back to your Cody, mm. I think. I mean, obviously Penrith twelve and zero. Yeah. But a lot of it is linked to Cleary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But, I mean, just I to think, be mentioned in the conversation, that's all yeah. I wanted, just mention him. I think also after... He is the incumbent. The Dubbo debacle. Yeah. The Dubbacle? <laughs> it might be hard for him, yeah. Um, I think New South Wales are hoping they've got their halves combo for the next 10 years. Yeah. Although I haven't seen Luai do much lately. I want to see Luai without Kikau. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Okay. Cody's a good footballer. I think yeah. my take on Cody Walker is he's a very good club footballer. Mm. I don't think he's a rep 
level footy player. And I'm happy to have him stay club. You know that? Mm. I think Origin is just the big disruptor. Cody's challenge will be next year when there's no Adam Reynolds. When there's no Reynolds. But Hawkins is good. Yeah, and but he, he then Cody will be in the driver's seat. There was a couple of games last year when Reynolds couldn't play and Cody was he in did the actually. driver's seat. He did play well. And he was fucking great. There was one against Saints. Mm. Reynolds went off. Yeah. Cody went nuts. Cody took over. Yeah, I do remember that one. He was very, very good. Yeah. Um, um, where to for Souths, Mr. Floyd? Well, you got to buy, obviously, so you got a bit of time now. Yeah. I think so. Hopefully, look, hopefully they just spend all that time in the t- tackling pit, mm. in the sand pit. Tackle, tackle, tackle. Just numbering up. Two on three, three on two. Just doing all your corridors. That's what I want. It's not enough corridor work. No, there's hardly any corridor work. No. Some no. people wouldn't even know what we're talking about, no. would they? Most people. Most people. Do some research before you come to us. Yes, please. You're embarrassing yourself. There's assume, certain assumed knowledge if you're going to listen to us. Yeah, we're at like level four. There's four <laughs> levels. There's four levels. We're at DEFCON four. DEFCON four. <laughs> um, yeah, that for and against thing. It's just yeah. those blowouts. When Souths are bad. I don't think we can win it. Fucking diabolical. Yeah, I don't think we can win it with just unless we really fucking fix that defence up. Mm. We need to become formidable in defence with line speed. We just don't have good line speed. You're real... Um, same as the other night, compared to the last two weeks, you're a... Souths are a, a, a... You're a roll team, both ways. Yeah. When you get on a roll and attack, and you get on top, you're almost unstoppable. Yeah, hard to stop. And when the other team gets a bit of a roll on, you seem to We're fold up the table beat. and go home. Yeah. Yeah, momentum team. Very much so. Yeah. And they need to fix that. Yes. They gotta no. have some grind. Young people don't have grind. No, no grind. They have grinder, but yeah. no grind. No, yeah. and it was Indigenous round. I'd like just to shout out to the Indigenous players of the Rabbitohs. They That's they some always great come out. Players, man. Yeah, they always came out and um, and show their hand. Very, very good. Very yeah. good team that supports that. So, well done. I think it's time after our break to maybe take a trip to prison. Oh, okay. All right. Well. Prison Diary of Jared Hay. All right, so I was lucky enough to uh, to what one of well, you know, we have contacts all over the place, more. all over, yeah, all over, high places, high places, and and low places. <laughs> low places. Who are we to judge? And um, no one. We're no one. And um, one of my contacts was able to photocopy and fax me a page out of Jared Haynes' prison diary. Handwritten? Handwritten, as you can see. His penmanship's better than I thought. Yeah, it is. It's coming along. <laughs> and he quickly scrolled this just before the show, apparently. Because mm, he went to the same school as me, as you know. Yeah, I do know that. And um, That looks better than my handwriting. Yeah, handwriting's not too bad. It's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> you hold the pen weird, though. Mate. In your fist. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking prehistoric. All right. That so, was sound like clearly my kindergarten teacher was an idiot. Yeah. Hmm? Come who, on. Who was your kindergarten teacher? Well, do you want to know? Yeah. You serious? Yeah. You got time? 
Well, just tell me your name. I can't. Okay. Because there. <laughs> she <laughs> shall not be named. No, it's not that. I don't. I don't like to talk about this very often, but. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> Let's get into the mind of Morton. I don't know if you can imagine a young Morton, mm. but I was a stoic, <laughs> but somewhat troubled young man. You're stoic, but somewhat troubled <laughs> middle-aged <laughs> adult. And um, when I started my schooling career in kindergarten, mm. I um, tended to resort to violence at the drop of a hat. Right. So I started in a kindergarten class with Miss Cook, I believe. Oh, really? And that lasted a week. Okay. I had a fight. Mostly me fighting and the other kid squealing. (laughs) I don't think that I was better than the other kid. (laughs) I just don't think they'd been exposed to the level of violence that I was prepared to bring to kindy. Yeah. We were brought up with... um very strict 70s yeah. fathers. And you see, as the youngest, mm. suddenly I was in my weight range. Yeah. Like to me, kindergarten was, I can have everyone. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Whereas up until that point, yeah, I mean... Brothers, brothers, friends and stuff like that, just fucking walk around and club I, you like you're a baby seal. I have memories of them trying, just holding me down, saying, can we fit a whole bag of chips in his mouth in one go? <laughs> So I got moved to a second class and I had another fight. Mm. Um, fight. Got to the fourth class. That was Mrs. Tonkley. Mrs. Tonkley. Yeah, she was a bit more authoritarian. Mm. For some reason, her son was in her class. Oh, really? Steve, I believe. Steve Tonkley. And I had a fight with him in a hat room and his head hit the, you know, those <laughs> metal hooks? Yeah. The back of his head, he reeled back and he hit that. Well, that's like fucking Midnight Express. Which really wasn't my fault. Well, it's kind of your fault. <laughs> I'm thinking. He should be more balanced and agile on his feet. Well, if you weren't punching him in the fucking snout, you yeah. wouldn't have... Now, fight three was in the sand pit. We had a round sand. That was a lunch one. Yeah. But some kid from my class thought they could get in the pit while you know I was what? there. I think we're just going to play the prison music for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like therapy. Yeah. Anyway, my answer to who's your kindergarten class teacher is... It was all of them by the end of the year. Oh, okay. Mm. That's a great But answer. do you want a redemption story? Yeah. That was kindergarten. You're looking at this year six school captain right here, buddy. Really? Bang. Yeah, because you fucking beat the shit out of anyone that ran this opposite you. I ran, a, I, I ran a solid campaign. Yeah. Let's call it that. I was the full staff of primary school. Not the full staff. Henry the fourth. Henry the fourth. I was a misspent youth and then... Who came good. Took on leadership. Oh, good on you. How the fuck did we get to that? Oh, well, a anyway, long kindy was a scene. Yeah. It was a fucking scene. I remember. They were all asking for I it. I remember in first class, like my auntie and uncle, shout out to Sajir and Linda, yeah. they taught me to read when I was really, really young. Mm. You know? Like and 12. I, yeah. No, 13. <laughs> I was about three when I could read, like I was reading fucking. What were you reading? This, this was my trick. This was my trick when I was at school, right? Yes. I would go in, this is like in, in primary mm. school, and just find the fucking biggest, fattest book yep. and borrow it. Nice. I just borrow it. And the librarian goes, are you going to read that? I say, of course I'm going to read it. What do you think, I'm going to wipe my ass? <laughs> I would have borrowed it. it to hit someone else <laughs> in kindergarten. With. Take it home. Wouldn't touch it. <laughs> yeah. You know? It would just be there fucking to mm. keep my fucking jazz mags in, in check. <laughs> and to keep them smooth. Yeah. And then yeah. I'd, get, I'd crib note it. You know? Crib note it. Yeah. And then she'd ask me a few questions. I'd crib mm. note it. And she'd... They, they almost made me school captain because of that. Because of my fucking scam. And really, very little's changed in your world. 
No, that's true. But I'm I'm proud of that. How's Jared going? Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to Jared. <laughs> this is the music from Oz, for those of you who don't know. Oz, HBO prison show. Remember this? Has he drawn the schematics for the prison, for Parkley Prison, on his back as a tattoo in an attempt to escape? Mate, I'll read you this and then you, you tell me if you think he's capable. Okay. Okay, Jared Hay in Prison Diary. You can do it in his voice or your voice? Uh, I don't really know his voice. I can do it Mike Tyson. <laughs> Dear Diary. <laughs> okay, now do Mike Tyson. <laughs> okay, Dear Diary, it's day four and things are getting heated up in here. Okay. We have to get up at 6.30 every morning here like people who have jobs. That's a bit rough. Breakfast. So, um, Joey Leilu would be fucked. Oh, be fucked. Yeah. Breakfast consists of two wheat bix, scrambled eggs, and the toast of your choice. Consists? Good word. Yeah. Good joining word. Then there's a mad rush for the dunny. By the way, if anyone in the toilets asks if you want to see the koi pond, say no. <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> yeah, it's great advice. Or is he... Because it's in his diary. He's, he's reminding himself. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. After that, it's yard time where we can walk, talk, play handball or basketball. I always thought yard time would be... That's when you can get shivved. Mm. You've got to be on your guard during yard time. So he's fast. But look at this. So um, it's yard time where we can walk, talk, play handball or basketball, but they only let us out one at a time. (laughs) (laughs) So I think there might be some safety in that. I'm praying not to go out after old Kevy again. Because apparently he thinks it's funny to shit in his parabeni and chuck it at me. <laughs> He's ha, right. Ha, not. <laughs> He's so right. <laughs> so anyway, that's old Kevy. Um, I'm also starting to get. <laughs> if you can fill a beanie, <laughs> yeah. all power to you. <laughs> I wonder what the consistency is too after the wheat picks and scrambled eggs. <laughs> you need some bacon to start it up a bit. Yeah. I'm also starting to get the shits with taffy. Taffy? Yeah. He's in the cell across from me, and he has the same TV remote as me, and he keeps changing my channel. Good. I think I need a shiv. (laughs) Anyway, that's enough for today. I'll write you more tomorrow. XOXO, Jared. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. He's doing okay. (laughs) Getting mileage out of the fleet. (laughs) All right, there you go. Okay. Uh, good luck to you, Jared. Yeah, good luck in there. Um, look forward to your next diary yeah. entry if we can get a hold of it. No Foxtel, by sounds but No Foxtel. Well, Taffy wouldn't let him watch it anyway. If he had prison now, so when they all threw apples at him, he would have collected them. Mm. I mean, apples, they last a week or so. That's some throw them at old Kevy. Decent grub. Try yeah. to knock him out before he fucking throws that beanie full of shit at you. What you do with an apple while it's still hard, Mr. Floyd, because yeah. he hasn't got a shiv yet, Doesn't is you put shiv. it in your parasock. You get three or four apples in a pair of sock, tie a knot in it. You got a decent weapon there. Yeah, you can do some damage. You can fuck someone up with that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Worked in kindergarten. Raiders! Oh, this is like a fucking soap opera, this shit. Yeah. I don't know if it's good or bad that Mr. Carney and Mr. Hand are not here, our Canberra experts. It's both. It's both good and bad. It is. One H or? One H, yeah. And then that's going to change from. As we go through the story. Um, I This is the George Williams breakup game. Mm. This is what we're looking at. Now, we're discerning young men. We're at least one of those things. Yeah. Um, we're men. 
<laughs> yes. We smelt trouble in the nation's capital five, six weeks ago, Mr. Floyd. It was either trouble or old Kevy's banning. And we pointed it out to people that mm. there was some soap. And it was Tarpany's wife. Mm. It's like Whistler's mother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Tarpany's wife. <laughs> there was George Williams homesick. Yep. There was Hodgson worried about Scuttlebutt being given to the media. Yep. There was Ricky losing his shit. There was Elliot Whitehead doing gang signs on the field. Mm. And we were right. We were. This has been a fucking shambles. So yeah. then Williams fucks off. They're falling apart, aren't they? Hodgson backs Williams. Mm. Stewart's a shambles. Stewart looked unwell during his presser. He did. He looked mentally unfit. Did you resuscitate him? No. No, 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 no. You want to think about that? No. I'm not going to think about it. I'm not going to resuscitate any man. What if he had to resuscitate someone in the Canberra Raiders squad or do two years in Parkley Prison in lieu of Jared Hayne? Which includes old Kevy throwing a beanie full of shit at you every day. South beanie? (laughs) Defense. Not about the beanie. You've missed... (laughs) <laughs> the point of the question was who would you resuscitate on the Canberra's team? Would it be Jack White? Fuck no. Uh, Chance. Yeah, maybe he's a bit effeminate looking. Yeah. yeah. Be Chance, wouldn't it? Yeah. I guess yeah. you pretend it was a chick. <laughs> is, that, is that the goal of resuscitating? <laughs> I don't know. What are you supposed to do there? <laughs> you know what resuscitating <laughs> is. Chance. We're going with Chance. Okay. They miss him too, don't they? Fucking oath. Now, but like again, back to Ricky. I think he doesn't look well. What's he got? Is it cancer? No, no, no. no. I, think, I think. Well, I think it's some kind of uh, Guilt. emotional cancer. Guilt. Guilt. Emo- it just doesn't look f- uh, mentally stable. No, I don't think he's been mentally stable since the '91 Grand Final. Yeah, true. Where he kicked the Raiders to victory in an outstanding performance against Penrith. Yeah, that was good. I watched that game with a lovely young lady. God, those are the days. Um, the Roosters rested Sam Walker. Yeah. Which was smart because he needed a rest. Yeah. But then he gets the bye week. Mm. So he essentially gets, the kid gets three weeks off. Yeah, they doubled down. Then they put Joey Manu mm. at 5'8". This guy's a footballer. Yeah. He plays fullback. He plays centre. He's played wing. He plays 5'8". And he literally sort of said, oh, well, they told me a week before, so I did a bit of, bit of research. Fuck, like he, he's good, isn't he? He's a good player. Uh, Robbo was raving about him after the game. Yeah, as he should. This is a steep fall for the Canberra Raiders. Four and eight there. They're in turmoil. They're oh, in big, big trouble. The They're 14th on the table. Yeah. Uh, some of the Raiders fans are saying that um, the team went out and they got up 14-0, right? It was, I remember it was 10-0, yeah. So, was, yeah. At least, yeah. They lost was, seven out of eight. Yeah, but I think they got... And the word is they got up, showed Ricky what they could do, and then they took the foot off the pedal and said, right, until we fix this shit up, this is what's going to happen. So that's that's a rumour that's mm. floating around. Mm. And, you know, we do like to trade in rumours. Now, um, there were some upset Raiders fans. Oh, yeah. Yes. We know too. We weren't happy with that. <laughs> um, and they were um, quite vocal. Yeah. In there. They were miffed. That's what they were. You got any quotes? I'm trying to find them. Uh, every game, skipping out to a lead, then letting in 30 points without an answer. This is Ray Carney. <laughs> every fucking game, some psychological shit going on. Yeah. 
you corrected him and said psychedelic. Yeah. Which I thought was good. Um, now, then he, and he just chirps in again. Now they start running hard. <laughs> this is where it got good. <laughs> Fuck off, you green fucking cunts. <laughs> this is his team. <laughs> this is a good question coming up. Who chooses light green as club colours? Yeah. I mean, really? Lime. What was the... There were, like... The worst decision I've ever made in my life. Now, does he mean wearing lime green, uh, supporting the Raiders? Supporting the Raiders. Or all he, of the above? I believe he means, and we'll ask him, he'll be back next week, mm. I believe he means supporting the Raiders. And I've often asked him about this. Uh, but, I mean, then who else is he supporting? You know, he grew up as a para junior, so is he going to support them? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> now, I'd say he's made worse decisions than that. I have been party to worse decisions than that that he has made, okay? And one of them included me having to get up at fucking four in the morning, go to his mum's place where one of his girlfriends was, Mm. pick up the car keys Mm -hmm. and take them to him across fucking the other side of Sydney where another girlfriend was and she'd thrown the fucking keys into the ocean because... (laughs) Because she found out about the other girlfriend. I think he's picked the right time. I just should never have fucking picked the phone up. Nah. Why would you? Yeah. Can Canberra make the eight? No. No chance. I don't think so. You I mean, there's we're talking about deep psychological wounds that are going to need fucking counselling here. Mm. It's not mm. just... There's no quick fix. Mm. I mean, you could chuck fucking Pappenhausen and fucking... Cam Smith in there, it's something mm. to fix it. Do they need to look to a different part of the world for a new influx of players? Do they need some French players coming in or oh, some Papua New Guineans? PNG, maybe, or Fiji. Mm. Yeah, maybe go through the Melanesias. Go through the Melanesias. Yeah. I had a lot of contact this week about the German Samoa thing. Oh, really? People are learning shit. Yeah, that's good. Mm. We're learning you cunts out there. That's it. We'll learn you proper. Yeah. Um, if you ever see a Samoan with a pointy hat on, you know why. <laughs> yeah, like a pointy helmet, like a Kaiser. Yeah, yeah first World War One. Yes, is it? Fuck, I'd love to see that. That'd be great. I think I have actually. We use a bikey though. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't ask too many questions. Sub block H. Um, the Roosters are exactly where we said they'd be. Fifth. Yep. They're yeah. good enough to be around that four fifth. We're fucking missing so many troops. They're, mm. they're, they're another. Storm esque type of club where they can they just got a get, system. They got the T two T three thing happening. They have a system. Um, I would say the Raiders are the greatest disappointment in the NRL this year. Puff mm. Peter Volandis as yeah. a team. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was almost unthinkable that they would not be easily ensconced in the eight. Floyd ensconced in velvet, and they're nowhere near it. The, the thing is here, right? the thing is that um, everyone had them in their fucking, at least their mm. top four or five, and now look what they've done. They fucking just nosedived. It'd be very interesting if Jack Whiten comes out and plays well in Origin, because he's in the squad. Yeah, that's true. Fiddler loves him. Yeah. Because he has been absolute dog shit this year. Mm. Like, he, so he's, he's playing in the centres, right? Well, at the moment, they've got Latrell and Turbo in the centres. Right. So it looks like a bench spot. Okay. Which is fair enough because he can play multiple positions. Yeah. But he has been one of their worst players in mm. a very, very bad team this year. Yeah. He's been absolute dog shit. 
So, well, I, th- I think you were right last week when he's when you said that he needs to be their um, fullback. Fullback, yeah, that's his position. Then we move on to some soft chicken shit bullshit. Yeah, Sharks thirty-eight, Ugh. Titans. Now here's another team we thought were going to be in the eight. Mm. They're running tenth. They've won five. They've lost seven. But you're losing to the Sharks by twenty-eight points. Yeah. They can't fucking... They're letting in 30 to 40 points every week, the Titans. That's insane, isn't it? They are absolute <clears throat> soft. This was over half time. 26-6. Yeah. Six tries to two by the end. Um, What's his name? Uh, no, Harvey Keitel made some changes in the Cronulla team. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Josh Hannay, he's dropped Chad. Yeah. He had Johnson playing with Moylan, mm. and they looked pretty good. Yeah, that they said, did. they're playing against a bunch of blokes who really didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't tackle. They just can't tackle. How the fuck are they going to bring another team in? Two teams. We Where's well, the talent? We picked the Titans to come six. Yeah. We believe the hype. Yeah, that's spiralling down now. It was Fafita, though, that really got us there. Yeah. But, um, fuck, they can't tackle. Uh, they don't want to tackle. They don't want to tackle. Um, they, they're very good at scoring from their own end. That's their fucking superpower. Mm. But other than that, they scoring can't. Scoring in their own end. That's what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't much of a game. Coffs Harbour, what do you think? As uh, a venue, as a venue. It wasn't bad. Do you think the teams went out to the big banana? I think so. You think they rode it? Uh, at least a couple. I would have did. done some dirty shit on it. <laughs> yeah. You? He may have slipped on it. What um, do you think Dukes and Fafita got up to in Coffs Harbour? Did they? You think they um, maybe found a reading group for the week? I think so. I think they. I think from my understanding is they did look up an online book club mm. and um, they did go join and they had high tea and and a reading of um, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yeah. And um, New Cunts, number sixteen. Is that a sequel? Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Yeah, it is. I'm not familiar with that one. Who wrote that one? Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's a European jazz mag that uh, I was brought up on. Weaned. Weaned on. Weaned. I was weaned on new cuts. Tattoo parlors? Would they have done some tattoo parlors? I'd say so. Mm. They would have got hand tattoos with spiders, I'd say. Oh. Or spiders wave on the elbow, maybe. Mate, that, there's not enough of that anymore. What no. about a teardrop? Just under the eye. Yeah. It's fucking sweet. That is mm. that really... What do you think about just a sense. dividing line, a tattoo, a dotted line, straight down the middle of your face, just to divide your face in two? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see anything wrong with that. Have you looked at them? Could you cut here on it? Could you write that? <laughs> and then a couple of years later, you do a horizontal line. Yeah. You segment your head in four. Yeah, you just help the autopsy guys, right? <laughs> exactly. After your overdose. Exactly. You're just giving them a fucking line to work from. What about, I don't see a lot of people just going bang right in the middle of the forehead. Yeah, forehead tattoo's not big yet, but... Like a big shark. That's, that's not about it. you got to be thinking that. <laughs> big shark in the middle like of your forehead. Like you had a big shark right in the middle of your forehead. People would pay attention. Yeah. Let's say... People would want to know all about you. There goes Dukes. There goes Dukes. He used to play footy, apparently, but, you know, that's a shark on his forehead. Yeah. What about just the title of the jazz mag? New cunts. Right across your forehead. <laughs> your mummy. <laughs> what, about, what about, like, a Looney Tunes character? Yeah. Like Yosemite Sam. 
Yeah, that's great. Mm. A wily coyote. Fire, he's jumping up in the air. He's on your forehead. Mm. He's jumping up in the air and he's firing his guns down into your eyeballs. Well, see, that's that's using the available real estate <laughs> on your face for comical fucking it's, reasons. NRL needs some more tattoos. <sighs> some face tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Coffs Harbour. We, is right. it anywhere we're not playing this year? Mm. What? Why don't we take a fucking game down to Port Arthur? <sighs> well, <laughs> can we run with this? Okay. Because I'm sure you're aware... Yeah, because of COVID, mm. fucking hotel quarantine, don't start me. Fuck me dead. Yeah. Here's a salute. I'll give you this one for free, Scotty. Just clear out a fucking army base. Mm. Townsville, let's call it. But leave all your medical crews there <clears throat> and quarantine everyone there instead of in the two biggest population bases in this fucking country. Yeah. You dumbass motherfucker. Anyway, sharks. Um, Origin one is now at Townsville. Yep. I don't... I get this. Queensland now gets two games, but good for Townsville. You know, for the people of Townsville, I'm happy for you. Yeah. But I think we're missing opportunities here. Yeah, I'm sick of games going to Melbourne. I'm sick of games going to Adelaide. Why don't we play an origin game in New Zealand? I'll get you one better. Why don't we play in international waters? Wow. On that little island? <laughs> one of those little islands at Chernobyl? No, no, a fucking aircraft carrier or something that's been converted. International waters and anything goes in. Fucking shoulder charges. <laughs> anything goes. Yeah, shoulder charges, head highs, it's all fucking there. See, I was going to say up on the top of Kokoda. Oh. Fuck, they'd love it. They'd, yeah. they'd fucking go up and watch it too. That'd be the warm up, the Kokoda Trail. You can yeah. do that for the fucking warm up. If you played Origin in New Guinea, ah. that would be um, the most memorable. That crowd, mm. that'd be, that would be, they would have the time of their lives, man. Mm. They would be so appreciative. We take the game down to Melbourne. They charge about 20% of what they charge up here for tickets. Yeah. And they just go because it's something to do on a Wednesday night. They don't care. Yeah, no cunt likes it down there. New Zealand, at least there's some rugby league culture over there. Yeah. You could play it in New Zealand. Play it in Wellington or something. You could. Play it at the Cake Tin, the rugby stadium. That'd be all right. But PNG. Well, I thought PNG. That's, that'd be great. But now you've come up with international waters. International waters. I mean, that's where all sporting events should go. All bets are off. Yeah. Just Dana White should be like fucking dressed up as Neptune, just going from sport to sport, blessing it and throwing money. And we just all watch a satellite fucking relay. Bang. Or we could go. We could run a fucking, we could run a tugboat out there. We you could. and I. Balls out, no flops, tugboat to fucking international waters and sport crime. <laughs> is a tugboat one? I think it is. It involves your magazine. Yeah, if it's a, it's a European jazz mag. What about a Parkley prison? Arkley Prison, yeah. Good yard moved. out there. He's been moved, you know. Where is he? He is in Cooma Jail. Cooma? Yeah, right now down near Jindabyne. Fucking cold down Apparently, there. Apparently, yeah. It's supposed to be like fucking really cold, but I mean, that's have heating. They don't turn off the heating, Why'd they move him? Kevy? Uh, the yeah, old Kevy. <laughs> old Kevy chucking turds at him. Is he going to sign with the Raiders when he gets out? It could. That'd be a coup. <laughs> Wouldn't <laughs> it? <laughs> An old 20 kilo lighter, Jared Hayne. Uh, we have one game back. We'll have a break. We'll come back and okay. do it.
You're listening to Balls Out No Flops. Hit us up with one of those dang email things at ballsoutnoflops at gmail.com. As mentioned, Jarrett Hain has been moved to Kuma, which apparently is um, has a notorious reputation. This sounds good, but it's not. Mm. As a facility for white collar criminals and public officials. <laughs> so he's getting the saloon ride, man. Yeah. Uh, it is reported to be freezing for inmates. So he's been moved to a nicer spot. Maybe Kevin could lend him his beanie. Yeah. Keep him nice and warm. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's going to be hard to get his next diary entry from down there. No, we'll get it. We'll yeah. manage. Okay. Um, so this finished. This weekend of football. Foosball. Finished with a game that thoroughly shat me. Mm. And made me question my existence. Yep. Well, so it's existential. Yeah. Knights 18, Manly 10. So it's everything that happened shouldn't have happened in this game. Yes. It was reverse. I found myself agreeing with Tez Hasler at the end. Yeah. Was it reverse Occam's Razor? Yes. Mm. The penalty count in this game up until the last 15 seconds, <laughs> just straight penalties, was 9-0 in Newcastle. Fuck me. Manly had players sent off, Sinbin, twice. So they go up 10-0. Yeah, yeah. Sean Kepi gets sent off for a hit on Crossland as he kicks, which I thought wasn't that much. That's yeah. my opinion. I like Kepi. Yes, so do I. I like the cut of his jib. I'd and like then to the see... Knights scored... What would you like to say? Him and Herrington go toe-to-toe. Oh, Herrington fucking clean him up. Yeah. But still, I reckon they'd be... He'd yeah. have a go, but yeah. Kepi would have, have, have a go. He'd have a go. What kind of name's Kepi? Yeah, I looked at him. I thought it might be Polynesian, but he's he's fucking wider than Herrington. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Kepi. You keep going. I'm looking it up. So, 10-0 to Manly. Yep. Then the sin binning happens. The... Fucking mandatory sin binning in an NRL game. Mm. And the Knights score twice and go up 12-10 and hold that lead to basically the last few minutes of the game and then run in a try right at the end. Yeah. So I read some analysis of this game, including on the NRL website. Go on. And they were saying that Manly scored against the run of play early and the Knights were all over it and confirmed this with their try at the end. Bull fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Here's what happened. Manly were the only team out there of any class to score. And that's yeah. with Tommy Turbo having a pretty quiet game. He was very fucking... He cotton-walled himself for Oregon. He did. We'll get to him. But they still had the class to score a few tries. Mm. Newcastle couldn't score in a fucking brothel. Except when the team, the opposition's reduced. Mm. They couldn't score in Hetherington's freezer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't score in Kuma Prison. Oh. Um, they had about 60% ball, Newcastle. They had every fucking penalty until Clemmer's late hit 10 seconds from the end. Yep. They had set restarts coming out of their asshole. Mm. They had players getting sin bin for Manly left, right, and centre. Manly got... And couldn't put them away. Robbed in this game. Mm. They were clearly the better team, but everything was stacked up against them. Yeah, that's and right. then the Knights fans start chanting for Newcastle at the end. Oh, like, Jesus. 
I love you. I love how much you love the game. Yeah. But they're so shit. This yeah, game, in a no, funny no. way, confirmed it for me that Manly are okay. Yeah. Everything went against them in this game. Yeah, they fucking had the fucking everything. kitchen sink thrown at them. And Tommy cottonwooled himself. Yeah, he did. And they still nearly won. It was 12-10 with like three minutes to go. Yeah. They were still in this shit. Yeah, we got the Knights next. Mm. So hopefully they keep well, up. They got a new half, Jake Clifford. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's gone to them, has he? He was in the dressing room. He played for detractors on Friday. Friday. He was down in the dressing room with the Knights on Sunday. How does this work? Yeah, that's, I don't know. Fuck me, dead. Do you just do this now? Yeah. The game's turning into fucking baseball. What's going on? All right, Kepi. I did come up with a surname. Kepi. The name, this name is of Scottish locational oh, region from good. the land of Kippo in Fife. So called from Gaelic, Keep Hatch, meaning a tillage plot. <laughs> so it's fucking bog, really. A tillage that's a, pot. A tillage plot. Plot. That's a fucking bog. Yeah. And that's what I accuse you of constantly. Yeah. Um, I take no umbrage of that at okay. all. Okay. <laughs> but it goes on to explain. It means land cleared of tree stumps. That's what he looks like. <laughs> He's the last stump. Yeah. That's what your fucking surname means? Land cleared of tree stumps? No wonder he's so fucking angry. <laughs> Jesus. So this guy, like, ancestrally has had it hard up Yeah. There. Land cleared of tree stumps, hence suitable for the agricultural, plus a locational suffix, ach, meaning dweller at or of the kep. Ach, kepi. Dweller of the kep. We're going to do more of this. This is fucking great. Ach, kepi. Ach, kepi. He should play Origin. Yeah. He's got to do something. For so. Glasgow. <laughs> For Glasgow. So, Manly didn't even have a 5'8 in this game. There's no four and no Schuster. They had Tavita Funa filling in. They yeah. had two players sitting What happened in. to Schuster? He got hurt in the warm-up? Or? I think his head was just too heavy to carry around. Yeah, right. I mean, his neck's got to take a break. They put him in a neck brace because his head's too fucking heavy. He needs to be cleared like a tree something. <laughs> he needs to be keppy. Yeah, keppy. Two sin bins and five reports for Manly. Yeah. This is some bullshit. Yeah, it's fucked, isn't it? That, I mean, you know, the new rules really came into play in this game. You just saw them at their fucking absolute worst. So for me, this game was decided by the new rules, referees, and if I can just like full circle back to earlier, yeah, how are those guys getting sin bin but Jack Heverington didn't in our game? Yeah. Like, I didn't want him to get sin bin, obviously. No, but I mean, there's no consistency is what you're it's saying, right? Just ridiculous. It's ridiculously inconsistent. So, so I think the, the officiating and the new rules cost me only two points here. Look, on that, I'm going to go to our um, emails. Because we have, uh, we've got several. So, there's a rather long one from our regular contributor, McBain. He says, these new rules are nothing new because this has all started in the late 90s and early 2000s when they cracked down on fights and a punch will get you 10 in the bin. You know what McBain is? What? He's a historian of the game. He is. I remember his last email where he said, Ray Warren has more NRL experience than 14 of the 16 clubs. Yeah, that's true. he's, He's got some... He's got depth and... Breadth. Breadth and length. 
I assume. What, what's he like with a tree stump? That's what we need to find he out. Clear him like a fucking <laughs> happy. <laughs> um, then it was shoulder charges, get your 10 in the bin. Then a bit of fracas broke out. Did you say fracar or fracas? Fracar. I'm not big on the silent letter. Fuck it. If it's meant to be silent, get it out of there. <laughs> okay? Nougat. I say nougat and I say fracas. I'm going to fucking stomp on your canoe. Oh. <laughs> How dare you? Continue. The shoulder charge was that's yeah. a sad day in my life when that went. Do you remember Sonny Bill shoulder charges? Oh, yeah. I hate on, the cunt. But on fucking Lang. Remember Martin, Martin Lang and his head nearly came off. Fuck. Turned around like the exorcist. Yeah, his shoulder charges were otherworldly. Then a bit of fracas broke out. The NRL brought in a third man in rule where the first person to run into a Malie was either penalised or binned. Eventually, we'll get to the point where an aggressive tackle will be deemed unnecessary and dangerous, and this generation in 10 years' time will talk about the good old-fashioned pull-aparts as if they were a thing that used to add excitement to the game. He's right. Everyone's nodding here. Everyone's agreeing. Mm. Um, I was thinking about those pull-aparts you get at Baker's Delight, to tell you the truth. Oh, really? Yeah, Cinnamon bun? Like how the previous generation came up with the Bring Back the Biff slogan. Yeah. My solution to this issue, and I Good. like this, McMahon, because you came with a problem, but you also came with a solution. Because, you know, a lot of people don't. No, that's true. They just bitch and complain. They bitch and moan and complain. And, got, and then you say, what would you do? Oh. And all you've got is McBain in the corner going, well, let me fucking tell you. Yeah. So my solution to this issue is we need to start a new breakaway organisation like our Super League did, but modify the rules so you can only do clotheslines, only do clotheslines, <laughs> shoulder tackles, wrestles, grapple, tackle, chicken wings, crushes, and on fifth tackles, you would have to fight for the ball instead of kick. Fuck yeah. So, McBain, this is a fucking great idea. And I think, you know, this is... How does that work, that fifth tackle? Well... You get tackled. Yep, you get up. You place the ball between you and the marker? Yep. And so you'd have to be very each strategic. Other in the fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> Can you time know each other? I think you, you get like 10 seconds. So on they the fifth shot tackle... Clock on, a 10-second shot clock. You'd have to be very strategic who your marker is. Yeah, that's right. Like, you don't want... Who wouldn't you want? You don't you, want, you want Lachlan you, Lewis at marker. Or Dane Laurie. You want Jack Heverington at marker. Yeah, or Kepi, the, the stump bog guy. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a good marker. Yeah, he'd be a good marker. So the ball gets placed between them. And they just punch the shit out of each other. And the last guy conscious, I gather, is a... You might run out of guys towards here after a few sets of six. Yeah, but I think people would want to play. There'd be more of a playing pool for this. Yeah, I think so. The real solution is we need to get rid of Landys and Abdo and get former players to run our game. I don't believe for a second that either of those two fat cat suit wearing politicians would ever be able to pull off a grassing tackle around the legs. Nah. So they're in no position to tell professional players how they should tackle. Nah. They keep telling the fans that so and so is going to take away our game from us if it keeps going on this way. Uh, keeps going the way it was. We've covered this. Yeah, but the only this people is take, dictator Hitler yeah, shit. The only people taking our game away from us is them. That's hard words and they're good words, McBain. Keep it up. Good, so. I know he's. He's a solid follower of the podcast, but he's got comes to us with good ideas. There's one gap. Go on. I like the email. Yeah. It's a good email. Okay. And I like the idea of former players running the game. But we need to keep going. Yeah. Because it's always who? Mm. Larry. What former player could run the game? We need he said three or four. 
Three or four, okay. Three or four. Let me see. I would say... You need someone smart. Mm, clever. Clever. That means Brett Kenny. Okay, Brett Kenny. I'll go with that. I think you need someone you tough. You Brett Kenny? Yeah. He's a gardener at uh, Paraleagues now. I would also Perfect. Go. Absolutely perfect. You need someone tough. I'd go Les Boyd. Yeah, bring back Les Boyd. He would keep a lid on the rule changes. Yeah, exactly. He'd love the fifth tackle rule. Yeah. He'd be all over it. Les Boyd would like that a lot. I think if we're going to go for diversity then, if we have Les Boyd, we should have Dal Broman. Yeah, okay. (laughs) He's very diverse around the middle. Mostly because Les Boyd Boyd broke Dal Broman's jaw. Yeah. Mm. They weren't even playing. Nah. Um, And then for a fourth, I would say we should have Terry Hill. Oh, fuck me. Okay. For the financial side of things. Yeah. Didn't he have his house broken into and all his shit taken? Remember when he's living he on the Central Coast? Didn't have any shit. He's Australian jersey and uh, anyway. Yeah. So thank you, McMain, for your solid. Um, solid email, and we've taken it into consideration, and yeah. it'll come out in the balls out no flops. Solutions focused. <laughs> we like that. All right. All right, we have the return of the Earl, Earl. who has sent not one but four emails. Mother of God! Um, so I'll do. We'll do our best. We're, we are running out of time. But he says, "Hello, lads. This photo had me in stitches. It's Cliff Watton, Watson, a big, horrible English front row yeah, from the nineteen seventies. Familiar with his work. Yeah, uh, got me thinking. The game has gone soft because of the players. So everyone is thinking mm-hmm. the game has gone soft." Mm-hmm. Because the players look like soccer players now. Pretty boys with long gelled hair. The authorities are worried about their pretty faces getting bashed in. Front rowers are big and athletic nowadays, but not horrible looking anymore. Think about the Burgess Brothers modelling and shit like that. Uh, We should have seen this coming. Bring back the big horrible looking bastards. I think that's a slogan. It's a good slogan. I think we could put that. Well, I reckon if you're going to the World Cup, that might be a fucking slogan that you could put, put up. We need some more vowels in it so we can make something catchy out of it. Well, we'll work on that. We'll work on that. I bet Cliff Watson's mum wasn't sat at home worrying about him playing the game. Nope. She'd be worrying about every other poor bastard on the field at the same time. I wonder what Mrs. Watson looked like. <laughs> I've had another idea as well. We should all club together to buy the screening rights for old matches, like the 1973 Grand Final. Classic. Modern matches are boring as fuck with all that speed and skill. It needs yes. violence. Yes. So this is a recurring theme from all yes. our listeners. Yes. The future lies in screening the old games. Imagine that on a giant screen with a few beers and a barbecue. The future lies in the past, is what he's saying. Yeah. Who else said that? Tito. Marty McFly. And so did Tito. (laughs) I saw that bloke in the south top ran off with a kid's football boot. That made me laugh. Kind of makes my point too, though. Imagine that the south fan has stolen off a big, horrible Penrith fan. No one would have given a fuck. It's like a metaphor for our game nowadays. Wow. I don't know if I like that or the truth... Kind of depressed me. Yeah, I know. That 73 grand final is some primo violence. Yeah. Like, there's a 73 grand final. There's the 81 major semi Newtown Manly. That's him, Cliff Watson. That's a good photo of him. Yeah, there's one where he's smoking on the field. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was some violence. Yeah. Um, what do you think it was like in the 
days when Saints won 11 comps in a row when it was unlimited tackle. That's too much like Union. You know? Surely the five metre rule and unlimited tackle, guys were just getting frustrated. Yeah, they would have like, fucking clubbed. <laughs> you were doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Give them a penalty. They already got the ball. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. They've got the ball for the next half hour. Yeah, exactly. Who gives a shit. Well, that's how they changed it. Yeah, I agree, Earl. Um, the future is in the past. The future is in the past. Um, one more from the Earl. Why not? Cowboys versus Warriors was a great game. Best I've seen in a while. Much more like it. Yep. Ping. We were saying that. It was a good game. However, the commentators were raving about Reese Walsh all the way through the game. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, though, I don't think he's great under the high ball. He missed a few uh, one-on-one tackles, and worst of all, he pretended to be injured at least three times. Can't stand that. Just fucking get up, will you? He should join a boy band instead. He'd be good. Maybe Ricky could coach him in a netball game. Mm. <laughs> we should easily be able to find a few more effeminate-looking players to make up a team, make it a charity event at the end of the season versus a ladies' team. I don't know if it's going to be that easy to find a few more effeminate for rugby league players. Like, um, I think the problem of Reese Walsh in respect to that is that <laughs> you can clear the stumps. <laughs> is that Reese Walsh is not a fullback? Yeah, he should be playing in halves. Yeah, I agree. And that would take away the high ball thing. He needs. To, he definitely needs to starch up his defence a bit. Mm. Um, ironically, I think they're playing him fullback to keep him out of the front line at the moment because he's so light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on, you and he's a father. Yeah, he's a father, and he has some <laughs> late nights, breastfeeding, whatnot. Um, try lactating while you're trying to take a bomb. Tough. <laughs> wow. You would assume his future lies in halves. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Yeah, but um, yeah, he is pretty, far too pretty. He is. We need Cliff Watson to fuck him up. That's what we need. I saw him putting his eyeliner on before the game. Cliff Watson. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing it with a lit cigarette though. Malcolm really was tough. Good coach there's too. a picture of Nights Malcolm. Nice one to you, remember? There's a picture in um, the play, The Removalist, you know, the play mm-hmm. by David Williamson. Mm. I know a, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, there's a picture yes. of Malcolm Reilly yes. and George Piggins yes. on the ground with their thumbs in each other's eyes. Yes. <laughs> I think I've spoken about this before. That's what they call rugby league. What would Vlandy's do with that? Oh, Jesus Christ. Fuck. Good, good emails this week. Yeah, very good. Solid emails. Do you want some news? I think we should. Okay. Morton Paragon News. Israel Folau was forced to watch on as the cold reality of his turn, return to Australian sport was hammered home in his team's... 88 to nil loss. Oh, Jesus. Code hopping stars squirmed in the stands as the Burley Bears trounced Falau's Southport Tigers. Now, he's teamed up with Clive Palmer. Yeah. So, assuming Clive Palmer's just bankrolling all the legal cases that are going to come out of people saying no uh, to Israel Falau. What a team. What a fucking duo. You know what would be ironic? If Israel Falau and Clive Palmer were an item... Ah, that'd be unreal. Mm. I that smell. Be... I smell something. I think that might be the case. On <laughs> to you, Flower. Allegedly, you go into let's call it Palmer World. You're not mm. coming out. <laughs> we may never see you yeah. again. That could be the a end. big hairy pineapple. You're not fucking getting out of. How is Clive Palmer rich? Because he tried to build a Titanic and that didn't work. He had some dinosaur park. Isn't he fucking? 
And now he's bankrolling. Stolen all over Australia's resources, isn't he? One of those coal fucking magnates? This is just evidence that you definitely don't need to be smart to be rich. No. You need to be a prick. Yeah, a fat prick too. But you don't need to be smart. Anyway. Um, Allegedly. My take on that is, fuck you both. Yeah. Mm. What a duo though. Yeah. Five fucking Israel Folau. So that's the, the odd couple. That's yeah. Felix and Oscar. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, that's Oscar and Oscar. Clive Palmer is definitely Jack Lugman. Yeah. He's he's no Tony Randall. Uh, Not a chance. If you don't know what we're talking about. I didn't know Tony Randall was gay for so many years, you know. And Have you seen the seven faces of Dr. Lau? Yeah. Are you familiar with this piece yeah, of work? Yeah. But in the odd couple, in at the beginning, the opening sequence... He's in a sailor suit leapfrogging over a guy. He slaps him on the butt and leapfrogs him. And I as a kid, I just didn't know. Then I went back and watched him. Oh, okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> ah. After your time in prison. Yes. You had more of a understanding of leapfrog. Yeah, and sailor suits. And sometimes when people play leapfrog, they don't clear you. Mm. No. <laughs> prison leapfrog was, yeah. There's a whole other set of rules there that you're just uh, not privy to on the outside. There's leaping. And there's frogging. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of frogging. (laughs) The Dallium's close and go behind closed doors after 12 rounds. Mm. Are we in some kind of communist state here where people don't have access to information? What is this shit? It's the cone of silence. Who runs this, Ceausescu? No, chaos. Not control, chaos. Fucking chaos. Yeah. I used to have a great chaos shirt. Oh, really? The eagle. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. So after 12 rounds, because now the Stasi take over, yeah. and we're not allowed to know. But after 12 rounds, I'll read you the first uh, few, and you tell me who's going to win the Dally M. Okay. Cleary, 21. RTS, 17. Yeah. This one I like. James Fisher Harris, 16. Well done, judges. He's well, had a great yeah. year. Yeah. Fisher Pike was on fire. Yeah. Tom Trevojevich missed half the year and he's fourth on 15. He would have been racking up three points like five weeks yeah. ago. Latrell has missed a significant amount of time. He's fifth on 13. Wow. He missed a lot of games. Yeah. he's He was off for a month. So that shows you that uh, Tommy and Latrell can pick up. He's a guy who I rate. Not is I rate. Yeah. I rate. <laughs> 12 points. Yeah. William Kennedy. Yeah. In a shit team, he's a good player. Mm. Sharky's fullback. James Tedesco, to how many fullbacks are in his list? Ryan Pappenhausen. Yeah. Well, that's that's a thing, isn't it? Adam Dewey. And then it drops off a cliff. Yeah. Ben Hunt. I said Dewey's got some. Ben Hunt is 10 points. Yeah. Scott Drinkwater. What the fuck? Mm. So... If you count two of Oscar shit, has played. Hunt. Let's just get back to that for a minute. I know. Queensland didn't even pick him in their squad. <sighs> That's just fucking bizarre. What? Did, when? Mm. With who? Yeah. How? Doesn't what? happen. Code of silence, when? mate. Code of silence. Hey, so let's just go this for a second. If you count two of Oscar Sheck as a fullback, because most of the year he has been. Yeah. You got two of Oscar Sheck, Trebojevic, Mitchell, Kennedy, Tedesco. Pappenhausen, they're all in the top seven or eight. Yeah, right. Fullbacks league, man. You got yeah. Cleary up top, but after that, there's one front row. Oh, God bless him, Fisher Pikel. Yeah, well, and the, pretty much half the fullbacks in the comp. Then, well, they're saying that, aren't they? That the, the new rules have made brought the little guys back into the game. Mm. Not not that all the fullbacks are little guys. I mean, Latrell is big. Tedesco is pretty big too. 
Shall we run through New South Wales squad this week and we'll deep dive Queensland next week? Or are okay. we out of time? Uh, I think we're out of time. We're out of time? Yeah. Let's Can I that. ask you one question about New South Wales squad? I want you to. Just one. Go. The centres are expected to be Tom Trevojevic and Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. Neither of whom really play centre. I know well, Latrell has, he but, has. you he know. Played. He had three seasons at centre. Yeah, but I think... He'll be good. I wonder if New South Wales... We, we've been talking about this all year, how many fullbacks... You, like, Guffo didn't even make the squad. Mm. He's a decent player. He's decent. New South Wales, I think, last year, one of their real weaknesses was playing guys out of position. Yeah, right. Are they going down the same road? Yeah, look, I don't think you can say that about Latrell because he um, he has played a lot of centre. Mm. Uh, Tommy, um, I guess... You're thinking... I'm thinking Cameron Munster killed them last year. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. He's got to be in the team, right? Yeah. He has to be. You get your best 13 on the field. He has to be in the team. And then let the position sort themselves out. All right. Next week, shortened round, four games. We are going to deep dive Origin up the yin-yang Kuma prison style. Yep. And we should should only go for 140 minutes. I'd say so. All right. Thanks for listening. Good emails, people. Love your work. See you next week.